Hello, 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 everyone. It's your girls from Honey, It's Yours. As you can see, we're not in our regular studio, but it's still, <laughs> it's still the four of us. You're so dramatic. I'm Danae. I'm Rhea. I'm Sarah. And it's just Ashley. And we're here with another topic for you guys, you know. So today we are talking about women empowerment and all that in which it entails. <laughs> I can't stand Rhea, bro. Why she go like this? Empowerment. If empowerment. you're listening, please, again, I, we keep saying this on every episode. Go watch the YouTube because y'all will see what Rhea just did. And <laughs> if you want to try on YouTube at that point, I don't blame you. I thought that was black power, not woman empowerment. You know, honestly, because I no, am the black. The woman empowerment one is like this. Isn't that oh, what's her name? Rosie the Riveter? She doesn't represent I feel like me. that's racist. I understand. <laughs> well, that's, the, that's actually a perfect segue because, yes, it clearly does not represent all the women. We all know that. Or I hope y'all know that. But that's more, this is black. This, this was the whole, you know. Yeah. It's a little bit better. I'm black crying. woman. <laughs> Shit. That's cute though. No. Black um, woman got it. Okay. Alright. So start off. What is what what do we define as women empowerment? How did that come up in our thought process? What do we all think about women empowerment? I think women empowerment is like all those other movements where it's like, here's another gimmick that we can make money off of. I understand like the whole concept of of it is very um, you know, it could be very innocent and empowering you know the woman the feminism and all that stuff but i feel like the reason why it's huge is because mm-hmm. it's a a way for um people to capitalize off of you know the whole girl boss and all, all of that stuff yeah. not that i'm saying stuff not that i don't believe it but it's just like i'm tired of seeing it mm. it's hard it's hard to believe it when it's right people making money off of it mm-hmm. what about jewelry Honestly, the first thing I think of when I think of women's empowerment, I think, like, feminism movement, like, Me Too movement, mm-hmm. like, and I don't really identify with a lot of that stuff. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I'm, you know, pro-girls, but, like, I when I hear of, like, women's empowerment, that's not always the first thing that comes to mind. It's, like, girl mm-hmm. boss and supporting other girls. I think, you know, honestly, I also think of, like, in the field, like, career-wise, I think of women's empowerment a lot. So it's, like, supporting other women in the job field, trying to find more opportunities for women because... In a lot of our fields, there aren't many women. Aside from the teaching stuff. Mm-hmm. My real field, there's not a lot of women. But um, teaching what is a very pro-woman job. Oh, my real field is coding. Um, I want to be a tech girly. Pray soon come. It. Soon come. Um, I'm trying to think about how to answer the question because I feel like it's a little bit of both. Like, I understand what Ashley's saying. Um, as a person who has a business and I've been asked many times like oh why don't you go like black owned woman owned business and I just feel like yeah I don't know like I'm you're more than that I'm yeah I just I just want us to get to a point where it's I'm I'm just here and I'm doing me so when I think Mm -hmm. of any of the movements like ah I just I don't really care for for movements and I know that, that sounds I don't feel like a lot of things nah, we talk about I'm just I like you. I just don't care for it I don't I don't care for it in the sense where because it's just like we should I'm as much as I'm prag I'm a pragmatist when it comes to things like this I'm very much just like let's just do what we have to do to get where we want to be and mm. I deserve to be here solely because I am who I am mm-hmm. and it just so happens in this case that I'm black and it just so happens in this case that I'm a woman and those things don't they're a part of who I am and they're a part of my identification but even in but they're not a part of like the definition or the character of who i am as a person Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's resonated more with me even now because 
or in that point in the semester where it's just mm -hmm. job applications. And the first thing they tell you is like, oh, diversity. I've written like eight different personal oh, statements <laughs> about diversity and inclusion. And I also just feel like how audacious of you to ask me how I plan to um, be like, how do I plan to to pr promote diversity and inclusion in the By workplace? Being myself. And it's I'm like, I'm job, here. Like you're you're talking to the wrong. You're talking to the wrong crowd. People. Yeah, right. and I feel like that's like when I that's what I think of when I think about like what you were saying about monetizing all mm -hmm. these things. Like, I feel like when we promote that way, it's for women. Like, I don't know when I think of a black-owned business promotion, it's like, hey, black people, I'm black-owned, and I know that that's not how it started it was to get other people it was to get us to support ourselves but it kind of just turns into like once again i'm marketing to the wrong group of people like <laughs> i think it's for the white people mm -hmm. and the other <laughs> groups to or the men in this case to to do what you have to do to make sure that you're empowering, empowering and you're inclusive of those groups versus me making myself known so that the other black mm -hmm. person who more than likely was going to come in here and support my business regardless of my mm -hmm. ethnicity because exactly. i feel like i just buy what i want to buy when i want to buy it like it's just it's yeah. the wrong people yeah so that's i didn't answer the question but that's my thought process <laughs> I'm crying. But i feel like even like the um what went viral like I want to say I don't want to say recently, but in the past, where it's like that whole low vibrational with Coach Stormy and her conferences of um, woman empowerment. I feel like not going off of her specifically, but people who do what she does in that space, where it's like I hold a space where it's woman empowerment, but I'm really here to charge you a odd num number or odd amount of uh, money for you to come and sit at a, at a dinner with me, so I can tell you how to be a boss woman. I feel like that's just you. Some of it, okay, you, there's. Ha there has been some um, cases where women have actually, you know, become millionaires from their those courses or whatnot. Mm -hmm. But then you're spending ten thousand dollars so you can go to dinner with somebody. <sighs> How much? And then you're picking up the bill after. Nah. Like I feel like some some of it's a scam. Like and then some of it becomes more divisive than it is empowering because exactly. it's woman's empowerment for a specific type of woman. Mm. There's a specific type of woman that is empowered and every other woman that doesn't fit that box or that that image isn't empowered. Right. Mm. What bothers me more about specifically that situation is that we were talking about this earlier. People eat that shit up. Like, mm. it's, bro, she's telling you that your plate is low, low vibrational. What does that mean? Whole time she's the one that catered the whole event. Like, what What does that What does that mean? And, bro, in that video, it's like four people circled around her looking at her like this. I'm like, yeah. I'm scared for you guys. Like, 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 preaching. Those people, they need mm. something to believe in. I feel like, mm. so she's marketing to the right people who's actually going to spend that 10000 She's not going to ah. get that 10K from me. Scared. The mm. top people, people she's marketing, she's clearly getting them. Yeah. Right? And there has been some success stories and not even only just coach stormy but people and, co and coaches and life coaches and such of that nature but it's kind of like they know who they're going out for and i feel like it's not inclusive to all women if we're talking about women empowerment mm -hmm. so to me women empowerment is as i walk into different spaces and i'm the only female or i'm the only um like person who's a woman interested in things in, in different spaces that I can create space for other women. Mm -hmm. That to me is what women empowerment is prior to the movement. Like it's always been there. I just think like you were saying, the idea that it's on social media, it's capitalized on all this stuff kind of ruins it, but it also creates more competition with women. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if we lift each other up anymore. Like, I don't know if, if that exists and it's very, very few people 
and we were talking about it on the guys episode about how why is it so hard for women to be good together Mm -hmm. and like what do you guys think about that like why why is it so difficult for women to like bring each other up rather than no why is it so much easier for women to tear each other down than bring each other up as they enter higher spaces what is what is the the thought process behind that because it pisses me off so much that we already have to struggle black women already have to struggle to get to certain areas and it's like how much harder do you have to make it for somebody Mm -hmm. else to be in that same space mm-hmm. and still celebrate them and their success along with yours. I think it's, and I think Rianne could touch on what she wanted to say before, but the tokenism, I think it's jealousy. I think it's, um, do they really want to empower women or do they really want to empower themselves? That's the one. Like, mm-hmm. do, are you here for everybody's benefit or on yourself? Um, I think the whole crabs in a barrel mentality. Like, there's so many wait, other wait, things. Wait, 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 I don't know what crabs in a barrel means. So, like, if there's crabs in a barrel, if one is trying to go they up, climb they climb each up oh. each other and they tear each other. Like, I don't know. I don't know the correct sense. term, That's but, you know. It's yeah. like, what because it is. they keep climbing over each other, yeah, yeah, they no, don't I'm, get yeah. to the top. I've made crabs before. And they don't that make it out sense. of mm-hmm. the barrel. But then there's, there's also a whole other um, side of crabs in a barrel where we're not, we're not crabs and we're not in a barrel. So, I don't know. Huh? <laughs> This is something that we're not crabs and we're not in a barrel. I, I saw that but, argument once yeah. where it's like, we're not in a barrel, it's open, there's space for everybody, so we're not, like, yeah. But the mentality is that it's, like, only one can be the best. It's, it's always been kind of, like, at least for me, what I've noticed, whether it's subconscious or conscious, it's always been, like, a competition amongst my peers, amongst my superiors, amongst my friends. Like, I feel like everything in itself has, like, a small aspect of competition where it's, like, Yes, we're here for each other. We're supporting each other. But at the end of the day, somebody wants to be the best. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I've said this before, like, in a couple conversations. And it's like, in life, whether we realize it or not, everything has a list, right? We right. have a list of priority, favoritism, things like that. And, and whether you realize it, you're going to have the people who are the best, mm-hmm. right? And the people, you're just going to have to fall behind them because, in theory, only one can be the best. So it's like, even something as small as, like, let's say we're going out for food. And it's, oh, what are we wearing? And one person sends their fit, and nobody else trying to send their fit because everybody want to look the best. Like it's little things like that where it's like we're going out for brunch. Like it's not even that deep, but right. there's something as small as that you can tell. It's like you want to look the best, and you don't want anyone to really take what you're wearing and, and one up it. So you're gonna keep it a secret, and it's like things just like that. We're trying to go with the same vibe. Like mm-hmm. if you're gonna wear sweatpants, let me know why I'm gonna wear sweatpants. So I don't wear heels. Right. But, but now it's like now I might want to wear heels because now it's like damn, she looks like a bum, even though we're friends. <laughs> and it's like it's so dumb. Because it's like, it's dumb, but it's facts. Because respectfully, you want to look the best. You, like, it's not about looking the best. It's more so just about you not coming behind me looking any old way. I need to know what the, the what what, what, the, what vibe the vibe is. is for today. Exactly. And it's like we've gone out where like half of us are wearing sneakers and half of us, but we all still look cute. Exactly. We're aware of that, so it's fine. Her. But um, were you done? I don't want to chill. I think I was done. Okay. <laughs> I. It's not that I don't agree, because I, I understand and I, I agree with what you guys are saying. I think I just have a, I have a real life experience. So right now in school, oh, there's another girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear Lord. There's another girl who, who I go to school with and we're like, we're cool. There's no like beef. Um, she also has her own business. She's also in the food industry. Mm. Um, she's doing really well. Um, and like, we're all cool. Like. You know the black the black people find each That's, other. I was gonna stick together. She, she is black. a black woman as well. She is 
also she's Caribbean African American. So yeah, as an African similarities. Yes. Like next door country, like close. Oh wow. So um if you ask her how she feels about me, she's fine. She's cool. If you ask me how I feel about her, she's fine. She's cool. We're not that close. Mm -hmm. Um, but we're not like if we need something, we have each other's number, we'll text each other, we'll call her. But I feel like so from like what I've heard, like in my friend groups, and like they joke about it all the time. It's like it's they're like uh, the the ego's too big. The, like two, the two of us could never be in the room together. And it's like I don't think it's like that. Mm. I think it's more so just one. A lot of times, a room is filled with multiple personality types, mm -hmm. and in general, different personality, like similar personality types, tend to have tension per se especially when they're both type a personalities yeah. like then you don't find a lot of type a's in a room together for an extended period of time right it's not i don't think it's a bad thing or a good thing i think that's just the nature of the dynamic mm -hmm. but i would say is when those conversations are had it's like no y'all are like y'all are making this a thing because right. we're both black women in a similar industry mm -hmm. both doing our thing mm -hmm. and because we come in a room and it's oh hey now yeah. it's a whole comp like i didn't do that Y'all mm -hmm. did that. And I'm, like I'm saying that to kind of say it too, like, and it goes back to, I guess, my view of women's empowerment. I'm, I'm totally here for bringing people with you and all these other things, but, but I don't want to say, but, but in addition to that, it's like, I just want to move. Like, I just want to move. For me, woman empowerment is treating me like you would just treat anybody else here. Like, it doesn't need to be a thing that I'm a woman. And I understand that that's a very ideal way of looking at it. And because the world doesn't operate that way, we have to be intentional about those things. But for me, and having these conversations, it's like, it's not about me trying to be the best and not bringing you up or it's a competition. It's mm -hmm. like, I'm just doing what I'm doing. You're doing what you're doing. I would love for us to do it together. Right. If I can I'm help sorry. you, I will help you. But mm -hmm. you looking at that as, oh... It's a competition, or this you just like, have to be. It's like no, yeah. like yeah. I do want you. I want to be the best, right? But, and I want to be the best, whether it's a black woman or, or a white, white woman or a white man mm -hmm. or an Asian person. Like I want to be the best. Mm -hmm. I think going to the point where you say it's the outsiders that's making it making it a thing. I think it's even in your situation. I think it's even broader than that. Like think about the music industry where there's they're always pitting the two women. In um, oh in, my God. That's in a music great against each other, That's like for example, example, Nicki and Cardi B, right. like it's or Little Kim and Nicki before. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's all. I feel like most of the beef is because of the outsiders pitting people against each other. But I think pitting people, pitting black women against each other, makes the person that's pitting them against each other win. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So while y'all fighting, I can be doing and excelling in my thing because I, right. I, I created a distraction. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Especially when, when those people themselves feed into the into mm -hmm. what that person created, you're just proving that person right even more. Right. And when you don't realize that somebody else created this idea, not the per not like the person the who you're so called up right. against, like when you don't realize that, you fall into that behavior and that becomes repeated. And I think that's the issue in like our generation of like women empowerment now is that we're feeding into what outside people are like mm -hmm. talking about or saying about women and and like how women are i think is becoming a reality now too i think it's because a lot of people don't know themselves so like when you have a strong sense of Please self to know yourself <laughs> when you have a strong sense of self it doesn't matter what all outsiders say about you that mm -hmm. will change how you move and i think that because of like the history of how women are treated and where we're not able to fully express ourselves or fully be who we are and who we want to be that has played in our our own sense of self so mm -hmm. that when other people comment on ourselves 
we are e- easily shaken, mm-hmm. right? Like the whole, you're not yeah. rooted in any, anything, so you're easily shaken by what outsiders have to do Absolutely. or like, say about you. Like there was a time I was working, I had an internship at this um, company in the city, and at, for a good period of time, I was the only young person there. I was the o- I wasn't the only girl, but like I was the only black person there. And I was like, the biggest thing was my age. Like that was the biggest difference between me and everyone else. So there was special treatment because, you know, I was new to the industry and they were teaching me everything that was going on. But probably two months in, another intern came. She's also a woman. She's also young, but she's Russian. And it was like, I don't know if me and myself made it like a competition or if I felt like our surroundings made it a competition, but it was instantly like I feel like I had to be doing more now that she was here. Like I had to, I had to prove myself because it almost felt like my position was threatened because they felt the need to bring in someone else who was so similar to me Mm. in the same department. And it was like the way they treated her was different than how they treated me. That was a, that's a whole different thing. But um, needless to say, like it ended up being that I ended up leaving and she ended up staying for like another year. Mm. And they were very happy with how she was like um, performing and all kinds of stuff. And they weren't willing to make accommodations for me in my schedule like they were for her. And I don't know if that was because of our two year age difference of our experience difference. I don't know what it was. Intersectionality. Yeah. Yeah. Define I like there's so many like there's a lot of factors in being so intersectionality is when different social issues combine. Mm-hmm. Is that like the like an intersection type thing? So you're a woman mm-hmm. plus you're black mm-hmm. plus you're young. So mm-hmm. like you have ageism, racism, and um fem what is it? Feminism? Sex sexism. 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 All <laughs> my feminism is not <laughs> But like sexism, all three of those things competing against in that whole area so mm-hmm. it, it could have just been that all those things plus your um competence right mm-hmm. it could have been well maybe she's more skilled but mm-hmm. then you're like no it's not that mm-hmm. it could be i'm too young she's the same age as me mm-hmm. so maybe i'm thinking too much about that yeah i'm black no if i'm a woman she's a woman it can't be that is it now that I'm black? <laughs> and right. the, the race thing was an issue for my walked in because the way the office was set up, they had the tech team mm-hmm. in one room, and down the hallway to the left was the um, customer service room. Mm-hmm. When I first went in for my tour, they initially brought me into customer service because that's where they assumed I was working. Mm-hmm. And in that room, six employees, all six were black. So it's like, oh, no, I'm actually not on this team. I'm working in tech. And I walk into the, the room where the analytics people are, and everyone was Indian. So um, they just automatically assumed that because I didn't look like them, I was not part of the team. I, mm-hmm. I love those moments though. I mean, I understand like, yeah, how it, was it, very it breaks like, you for a second and then it's just like, yeah, I can do your job too. Please. Sorry, yeah, Chris, so, but yeah. <laughs> um, but it was, um, but yeah, it was very like, that whole experience in itself taught me a lot about what it meant to be working in America, specifically in New York, specifically in my field. So mm-hmm. I'm grateful for the experience, but that's where I first kind of got a taste of this whole like how to navigate that you know the whole empowerment thing and whether that has to come from within or from around me because even the other of that team that I was working with there was one older woman and she was very supportive and you could see that she wanted me to be successful in the field especially Mm -hmm. because she saw how the other people in the room treated me Mm -hmm. and it was like from every other man in the room could not care less like and and I feel like maybe that's also kind of like a, a sense of entitlement because it's almost like because I know I am a woman and I know I am different from everyone else, I almost expect special treatment sometimes. Like I almost want them to try and 
calling me like, oh, the black girl. You know, like almost like appeal to my diversity. So it's other side of it. It's very like because I almost assumed that they were gonna be nicer to me because. They, I was different. Yeah. Like, type of, I knew, like, because I, I know I was a quarter check. Like, <laughs> deeper, I knew I was a quarter check. So, it's like, I kind of expected that. But, I don't know, there's there's a lot of sides to experiencing that in itself in the world, which is why I said what I said before about empowerment as a whole, so. It's like mm-hmm. the whole expecting it and then working harder to prove yourself. It's kind of like, hey, you should give me some extra grace because you know the history. Or it's like, I need to work harder because of the history. So, it's that balance of it all but I would like to say like the other side of empowerment where it's like the good the good side of Mm. empowerment is where there's a lot of um, push for more love and less competition more collaboration instead of gossip um, and what's the divisiveness and all of that stuff I feel like empowerment the right way of women's empowerment is all those things and within empowerment is correction because I feel like a lot of times when Mm. a woman is corrected online first of all her business is already online right and then she's corrected online because her business is online then it's you're tearing down another black woman where what happens to the woman empowerment man forget online in real life too bro tone Mm -hmm. is important because you can't read tone in text but Mm -hmm. correction is needed in empowerment because we're not empowering foolishness Please. Like we can't, you can't be seeing a woman outside doing foolishness and be like, "Oh, woman's empowerment. Do what you want to do." No. no, we need to bring back some shame. Please. Oh my <laughs> god. But then it goes back into the sensitiveness of being able to receive that as yes. someone is trying to help me. They're not trying to embarrass me on yeah. social media. They're not trying to throw me down. Like you need to be able to take that and not assume that everything is about you. But also, there are haters. Yeah. Who will just say that stuff to try and mess up your head? Like so, it's. It's very wishy-washy. But then it comes to, like, the whole, when you're saying empowering within and empowering around you, where it's like, you need to evaluate who's around you and whose message you're willing to accept mm-hmm. the correction from. And also the self part is, is acceptance of that correction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's discernment. It's understand whose intention is is pure and whose isn't. And when you surround yourself with people who you know are trying to help you, mm-hmm. especially if it's like, like if you guys, when you guys give me criticism or tell me like, oh, you probably shouldn't do this. Oh, you shouldn't do this. I'm not looking at it and being like, oh, mad rude. They're trying to get in between me and doing something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just going to ignore what. No, as I, I, I know myself and I reflect and I'm like, okay, this is what she said. Maybe let me see. Even if I disagree, maybe let me see how that fits into my life. Maybe let me try it. Mm-hmm. couple times see if it works and if it does then i add it to my character i add it to my personality i add it to what i do but it's like off rip girl like f- women nowadays are just so quick to Defensive. be like nah you're fake nah you're you, you don't um you want to bring me down you're a hater you hate women i'm like bro what i'm telling you is probably gonna make you a better person so you should probably take it into account I don't, even I, if it's not going to make a better person, at least you know that that is a characteristic mm-hmm. or a flaw or not even a flaw or it's a thing that you exhibit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And there's no, I feel like nowadays, there's no balance between um, being too sensitive or not giving a crap at all. It's like either you can't take criti- criticism because you take it offensively, you take it personal, or you 
don't care right what hand. anybody thinks, and you just walk around hurting people left and right. That's no shame. What is the <laughs> bring back shame, please? <laughs> it's a little like, bit of it. Like be free and be all what you want, but come on, no. come on, bro. And also listen, listen <laughs> to people on. around you. Like even criticism coming coming from men, coming from other women too. Like listen to what people are telling you. Even but like again, discern. I, like don't seek take a, everybody's advice and run with it. Right. Seek a second opinion. Exactly. But like when there's criticism. Take it into account for a second and stop taking it personal. And so, care. <laughs> so a couple of things. Um, so I guess to like the people around you listen to what they have to say. This is not my favorite man in the world, but like Mike Todd did say a whole, um, he has a whole sermon about weak weeds and making sure that you have people around you who are strong enough to support you when you're falling. Mm-hmm. Um but I would say also because a lot of our world operates in social media now, um, you may be getting things from people who aren't in your weeds, but you still have to be able to take that information. And if you're not comfortable just taking it from the stranger off the internet or doing your research on those persons, bring it back to your circle and see what they have to say about mm-hmm. that and see what they can give you in terms of that. But I also feel like on, on the flip end, um, a lot of times, well, I won't say a lot of times, but I've experienced and I've like my own experiences and also like conversations that I've had with other people where your we, your we's like your circle of people mm. don't actually do those things. Like I feel like a lot of us sit in, have like, I don't want to, I don't want to call it complacency, but we have friendships where everybody does not take it upon themselves to like no like Rianne like you did this a little walk so what happens then like I'm like if, even if I'm thinking about myself like a lot of times sometimes I don't even feel like you guys would come to me if something happened or like mm-hmm. you want you know what I'm saying so like yeah. how does that happen like do I, does the person always have to be the one and granted like you should always be doing your self-reflection and checking yourself but then on the flip hand too it's like as the as the the weeds surrounding the person in all the situations, how do you maneuver that that aspect of like making sure that I'm accounting for you, but also talking to you too? Mm-hmm. Like I think you know it, what I'm saying. It takes both sides, and I feel like we have to think about that as well. Mm-hmm. I w- I would say I think there's two sides. Like where it's, where your weeds, um, like we said the last episode, they just don't care, or your weeds maybe they don't feel comfortable. Like, there isn't a space where they feel comfortable to tell you mm. that. Where they might feel like you might receive it from somebody else. Mm. So they leave it up to somebody else to tell you something. I don't know. I feel like there could be d- different reasons why your weeds aren't the sufficient support for you. So then that goes into the thing where we started last last time. Where if you don't feel like you're getting support from your weeds, then you need to... Readjust your weeds. Readjust or broaden out your weeds. Yeah. yeah. Everyone has... Everyone is in your life for a reason so maybe that just isn't where that person fits mm-hmm. yeah. i think also sorry no, just, i think also being approachable like being a person that people can come to to tell them that to, like tell you that you're wrong mm-hmm. like create that space where like i say this all the time i check in with re what every couple months and i'm like yo did i piss you off about something like did mm-hmm. i do something like let's talk about it and she'll be honest with me and vice versa like we'll communicate like all that stuff so it's like being able to create that space around you where your we's can come to you as 
free as they can to, and they should know you also and mm-hmm. how to communicate your criticism to you. That's mm-hmm. impact, especially with, with with like girls. We need to understand because we some in some way, shape, or form we are also sensitive a little bit. Like yeah, a people are t- like uh, right. So you need to know who you're talking to and how mm-hmm. to communicate that, and that person also needs to be um, open to hearing you saying your criticism. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's say, it's a two way street. Yeah, I can say for our friendship that's been very helpful because as just like in my own life it's very difficult for me to tell someone about themselves just because like I feel like I've grown up as a people pleaser <laughs> and my job is to keep you happy. And if I observe something and I know if I tell you about it, you're not gonna be happy. It's not gonna be something that I want to say because I know mm-hmm. how whether it's about well receiving it or not, it's just something that you would have to adjust about your life. Or not even have to, but something I feel I would want Most you to adjust. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I've had to learn, and I feel like I've gotten a lot better with it now, like, in my, my growth as a person. But in early days, like, if I noticed something, like, let's say something as small as if there was spinach in your teeth, I'd be oh, like, that, no. I couldn't. I, I feel like it would hurt me no. to tell you that there was spinach in your teeth. You already had that <laughs> Like, not and, and petty. No, that's minimal. I'm, I'm, I'm talking, things. even, like, big things. It's like... Like no, things, we'll like even there was one time where we had a conversation and it literally took me weeks to muster up like mm-hmm. the courage to talk to her. Like I had to write it out. I had to read I it again. We spoke about I that had to read it again. <laughs> I, I like, had to girl. read it again. And I was like, everyone was like, bro, just tell her, like, just talk to her. And it's, yeah, and it's happened before. That. And it's like, it'll take me damn near a month just mm-hmm. to sit down. And then it's mm-hmm. once I do tears, just crying, crying, can't crying. Get it out. Like, I'm just so yeah. like emotional. And mm-hmm. I don't know where that comes from. I think. We need to unpack that in me right no, now. But me. I, for me, it's the frustration that I can't do it. Like, mm. the frustration that I don't have the words. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I, I think the words. I think with that, with like... With, <laughs> Wait, <laughs> no, she has the words. I have the words. But it's just a matter of... When you're reading out the words, you start feeling how you felt when you re- wrote those words. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now it's like... It's like a... You a, start getting choked up. Like, like, it's like a ball right here. It's like, I want to say it so bad. Right, but, but the result of me saying this, I have no control over. Mm. But I think that that takes the other person in the in like the situation understanding, he, like your personality and how much it took out of you to mm-hmm. say this. Mm-hmm. Like that specific time, like I knew it took her. Oh, like I could tell from how she wrote it. Like she must have been thinking about this for a minute because she eats a lot of like you know she just takes it a lot. So mm-hmm. it's like. When she said something, finally, I'm like, damn, I really did something, like, to hurt her or mm-hmm. did something that like, pissed her off. When, yeah. I, when she tells me she's pissed off, that's when I know I did something, something crazy. It's very rare. It's but rare. It's rare, but it does happen. But I think the first time it happened, it was scary because we hadn't had conflict Never. before. Mm-hmm. So it's like, in that space, she, like, learned that she can tell me when I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And I also need to take what she's telling me and apply it. Right. You know, so that's the idea of empowering within within friendships. But I have a question. <laughs> I have a question for for you guys. I cannot fathom. Fathom is a big word. Well, go to law school for four months. <laughs> not fathom is not that big word. That was in your vocabulary before law school. I don't know. I'm bad words. Anyway, <laughs> shut up, for all of you. Um, why is it that we are so quick to side? with men in like conflict like that involves cons- women that involves women instead of believing for example Megan Tori <coughs> <Oop. clears throat> 
I can't relate to that. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm gonna let you finish your question, but <laughs> just, I, just instead, I, 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 I know, I know, like the four of us probably wouldn't be like that, but we are surrounded by people who I have a I are mean, like <clears throat> are like why throwing bit sorry. sorry I had to it it's was, like why why are we so quick even Dre Dre was saying this on, on, the, on like the guys episode he was like women are so quick to like tear each other down and not be like then right, believe yeah. and they believe be men the before they believe their own like they what is be but also he, on the other hand women are deceiving like nowadays <laughs> <laughs> like nowadays Bro, like I'm sorry maybe maybe, maybe at all point okay I'm okay what <laughs> you you what but this is an empowering episode no we're well, amazing being honest no humans well, I'm, are amazing I'm, I'm, being, I'm being straight up but I'm, we're I'm trash honest. we are but it's like why like why, <laughs> why, why are we trash why are you wired I'm mentally effed up <laughs> oh dear lord you think why, I'm lying like why are we wired to to think like what? What is it? Right so, I'm sorry. go ahead, me. No, I let you talk whenever you talk because we know it'd be few. Go ahead. I'll be talking this time. <laughs> um, I feel like one of the main reasons is attention. I feel like mm. a lot of times it's pick meism at heart. Yes, like sometimes, and I am a victim. I was once a pick me, and I'm aware, and I am well done, and I'm a changed woman. But it's like. That feeling of, you know, if I side with the boy, the boy gonna like me. So, attention. Maybe, all right, this is a stretch. Maybe if I was gay, I wouldn't think the same way. But I'm not gay. So, male affection and attention is real, like, sorry, that was a big stretch. No, that's, <laughs> okay. that, that goes into what I was talking about, right? We because that. We are. We are. Because um, I, one, of, one of the reasons that I had in my head um, was also, like, the standard around like relationships and what that means mm-hmm. and like one the innate thing that was given to not not innate because we weren't like born with it but it's one of those things that you're nurtured into from very young age familiarly society culturally like about the role that you know men play and like that concept of being in a relationship and wanting that Picture. person so mm-hmm. even if I, I don't know i feel like even the most i don't need a man i could do my own it's nice still to have one. a man and like when one. you have that like although like every like, bro, ration goes out the window. Oh, a lot yeah. of times, like, stupid love is a real thing. Mm-hmm. That's a real thing. Like, everybody, it's literally, like, scientific. So, sometimes you get to that, like, you get to that point where, one, you have the stupid love thing going on. Then you have the, like, I finally have this and I don't want to mm-hmm. let this go and mess it. it up. And you just act dumb. And you really just act dumb. Because I've been in a situation with a friend that's not a friend anymore. But, like, when... <laughs> like <laughs> something like happened surrounding her guy mm. but I had just come out of a very long period of time of like figuring myself out and healing after I went through a very interesting dynamic with one of like the first guys that I was ever with mm. and then I noticed it in her like I realized I'm like you're not acting like this because solely of like the whole thing but it's that also that other part of you where it's just like you in your first stupid in love relationship and I'm giving you space and grace to figure that out and go through mm-hmm. that and I'm willing to deal with it but I was only willing to deal with it because I knew it and I saw it in myself when I did it before mm-hmm. now as a person I don't have time for that I mean I'm yeah I just I don't have time for that like I've grown up and because I had that situation when we happened very young I had to figure it out very early and it's just like at the end of the day he the problem Mm-hmm. If it's two of y'all and one of him, who is the, forget him, the common denominator, 
who's the common denominator? Right. Okay, let's evaluate this common denominator. Did the same thing happen in both on both sides? Cause it could be I'm the same fine. person but different circumstances. Right. But what you could you remember that time when we was at Baruch and we were in the, the lunchroom thing mm-hmm. and you oh, myself yeah. and somebody else had the same story, the yeah. same play by play, the same Oh like y'all already know we y'all already know we spoke to the same people. Yeah. We have the yeah. same time. It was a trifecta for this one. You know what's crazy? Three of us. It was the three of them. The three, one, two, three, and mystery person, and I was there, and I was just watching it all go down. And I'll down. tell you the play by play, like we knew exactly what he said, how he was gonna say it, what he was gonna, how he was gonna gaslight you into making you think you're the problem. How did we all come out of this with the same emotional damage? It was a very kumbaya moment for us, and we were not mad because we realized we he was the problem. Yes. But see, with that, that came, that came maturity, that came talking, Aww. that came like. Oh my god. And my stupid ass still spoke to him after. We all did. We all did again. Can you believe it? That night we literally had that conversation. And I think I we like, all I got a text that night. I was like, all yeah. three of us responded. Like, it gave us. But we are very much so empowered. Nuts. We are empowered very now. So That's what I'm talking about. It was attention. It was like you you finally. Well, I was in attention. It, it is attention. attention. It was attention. I just liked the situation. But I love the attention. It was like, it was the, <laughs> what situation the, did you like? The, the drama of it all. I didn't say you it was perfect. Because <laughs> I feel like in a human um, characteristic, is pe- people like drama. Oh, when absolutely. Watching it within themselves, they feel, I feel like it, it fuels some type of emotion in you where it's like, I hate it, but I love it. There's some kind and of reaction that's going on. Back. And then you have friends who are just watching back like, Mm. Okay. What is going on? Because there, at some point, there's nothing you can say. You have to just allow it. Like you have to because because there's certain situations where you say things and your words are not gonna have enough of an impact. Mm. The action has to happen in order for them to feel it and realize the stupidity that is in front of them. So like your parents, it's, you know? the guy. If he watches this, he gonna know we talking about him. And yes, we are talking about him. It's but okay. hi, friend, because I'm still gonna text you in like two months. I'm done. It was. <laughs> The, the time is crazy. Sitting we have to months. take breaks. Boy, 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 boy. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a t- like it's not healthy. Oh, no, no, it's not. It's, I don't think that was healthy at all. That was very much <laughs> that wasn't it's healthy great. at all. It's healthy. It's that not was healthy, such guys. a. But I think bomb. it's going back to the the question of like why um we feel like it was why everything is like a competition, right? Or why, like why we're so quick to believe to, the to man, believe the man. To believe the man, and then cut off the girl in two seconds well, but like, I think in their situation they they were out. friends because it I feel like it worked out because they were friends right I feel like when a situation where you believe the Great guy friendship. instead of the you mm-hmm. believe the guy instead of the girl it's kind of like you have no loyalties to the girl mm-hmm. right it's so like you, you want to fight the person that you feel like is intruding the situation like, it's when you get that shady DM like hey your man has been coming to you me. as a woman no, 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 I'm going to coming to you as a woman don't See, look, why is a it, woman why is it don't do that because she is trying to help you in your relationship because your man is cheating and she found out <laughs> She found out that y'all were together. I just feel like don't start it with the I'm coming to as a woman. Yeah, that's, don't a, do that's that. a phrase that bothers me. As soon as you, if, if like, I see that in my like DMs, no, no. As a woman, no, it's because the hey, mentality. I'm sorry that, to come and tell you this, but there's something that I found out that I would like you to know. There are right. so many other ways for you to come to with that, okay. but the history around that phrase yeah, do not exactly. come to me. I think that's the okay. reason the history I'm behind the phrase has ruined That's not fair then. That's not empowering. How else do you come to me as a turtle? Like you gotta be saying, you come to me. It's 2023, man. If somebody wanna come to you, bro, people wanna come to you as cats. You see, as dogs. Let me out in class. I identify as a woman. Don't even get me started on the foolishness. <laughs> Please. <laughs> 
so nah, but I, oh sorry no, no, go ahead no, no, i was saying like yeah i think they fight the they fight the intruder instead of fighting the person that let the intruder in you know oh wow today they're fighting the intruder and Instead of fighting, uh, instead of fighting, this one time. <laughs> let, <laughs> let the intruder in. You just see, I can't repeat the, the gem. You it was a gem. You had to catch one you caught it. I really think it's just but that you end up living in your bubble. And like when you're in your world and you're not open stop, to hearing things. Stop doing that. No, because seriously, like in certain situations, especially like when you think about different traumas and the things that different people bring into stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like when you get to a point where you're living in your world of happy, you're very intentional about who you decide to let in to disrupt mm-hmm. that in any way, shape, or form. For real. So it's a lot harder. It's true. No, I'm just saying, it's a lot harder to... Like, we can all sit here and decide, like, we won't do those things, but, like, there are also times when you get in a situation like this and it's like, you now have to decide whether you're going to grow up allow and this allow to this to mess up your happy because really and truly it may not actually be the happy you think it is mm-hmm. or if you're going to live in your naive bubble of happiness. Mm-hmm. And I can definitely say, like, there are times when I choose peace and there right. are times when I decide not to. I mean, not that I've been in that in particular right. but it's the same concept like around it like mm-hmm. are you willing to disrupt your happy for what could be better but the mm-hmm. better is an unknown that you don't know and you can't control how you're going to get there because mm-hmm. it gets real messy a lot of times before it yeah. gets better you have to be willing to go through all of those different phases and everybody's right. not always ready to do that mm-hmm. at every point in time ignorance right. is bliss bro ignorance is bliss hey, I, I stand it is I stand by that statement I yeah. you know how many times, but that's ignorant? that's like I. So at some points, I agree with that because it's it's an easy way. It's it's easier. It's Absolutely. it's calmer. It's less stress, but it's not reality. Well, I mean, I'm like I'm tired. I'm I'm not I'm tired. tired. Yeah, I, I I am tired of like everybody taking their own reality and running with it. No, the there is the truth, and there is a rea- there's a reality. Like let's all come to a ground of there's one reality. You can live your own whatever you want. But wait, is there only one reality? There's yes, no, because what come, I, come I, to my eyes. Reality. See, I wear glasses. My, my eyes. eyes sorry. <laughs> my eyes see life differently than you would see life differently. So my reality and how I perceive things are different from yours. Okay, I'll agree with that. Right. So then, you, what you see is the truth. You see. A plus B is C. But some, t- but, but I'm seeing A kind of look like A prime. It's A. <laughs> but who's but it's not. Who's it's A because you go. Who is I mean, it? technically there is an A because, but the A is just the contract, the concrete fact of what happened. But then there's have the A prime and the A squared, which you know, are the, the actual, the, the, the actual. Like, I don't do math. Pink, the, the, the perspectives. You know how they say there's, there's three truth. There's your truth, my truth, and the and truth. The truth. The, the truth never matters though because the truth is just a, like it's just the facts of what happened. That's the stupid. Truth, no, the truth. That's no. What said. <laughs> You say Rian slammed the cup down on the, the table. On the table. The it truth said fact. the cup got on the table at a force of this amount of blah, 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 blah. It means nothing if you felt like it was in anger and she felt like she, she was choosing peace. peace. So it's just that it was stupid. No, I take it back. It's just <laughs> peace. So therefore there is not for the, one for reality. The However, I don't do know. not live in delusion. That's the um, one. Just don't live in You can't be like, oh, That's Rian, what pisses me Rian off. flipped and then landed and then the cup. Come on. Now you're dramatic. Now you're dragging it. Yeah. Not too much. Not too much. But. I guess. I don't know. It's just been pissing me off that, like, everybody's like, oh, I think it's true. So I'm just going to take it and run with it. 
No, there's like okay, there's there's that. There's limits to it. Like I agree, everybody has their own truth and their own reality. I agree, but it's like when you drag that, I'm that's when I tap out. Mm-hmm. It's then, like so common what sense. extent is drag shame. <laughs> Have shame, please. Shame, to what extent shame, is drag? Honestly, shame. I watched Game of Thrones when they were like shame, shame. No. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I don't, but we did a case in um, criminal law. Y'all probably gonna do it now. And like, there's this whole thing about shame used to be an actual form of punishment. And then they stopped oh, yeah, it. They used to, they used to say, oh, never mind. You're gonna read a case about where they this man had to wear something around, like telling people that he stole their mail and he has to walk around the mailbox. Oh, it's like a start letter. And they're like, the shame and humiliation oh, isn't a valid form of punishment. And I actually think it's like the best form of punishment because shame is the only true way that you will choose intentionally to change something whether it's you don't want to be shamed in the future aka a better version of yourself or you have been shamed and you want to change the change, but change like, from it i love shame. this is so off topic but for who though because like have you ever seen those parents where they shame their child on social media where they go get a haircut or mm-hmm. they chop up their hair or they have to walk around the mall with a sign embarrass them. like who's the real one that's embarrassed but it, what type of damage does that do to the psyche? Right. I, no, I get it, and I'm not saying it's the most like it's the most healthy way, but okay. it's very it effective yeah, in terms of getting people to change some kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the I'm not I'm not yay shaming. Like I don't plan <laughs> on shaming my children, but I'm just saying it's actually effective. It's, it's not you who just said yay shame. Yes. Shame. <laughs> I'm just saying like I don't okay I say I understand shame and people who choose to say shame to certain extents. I ain't gonna make a big thing out of it, yeah. but I'm not gonna intentionally shame as the first mm-hmm. method of you know correction as a person in this day and age. But there was something that I wanted to talk about because I felt like we said it a lot this episode, and I don't really know if I agree with it. The whole like stop being too sensitive. I feel like you could be as sensitive as you want to be, but it's being sensitive yeah. and still being willing and open to change. Your feelings are your feelings, and I'm not gonna sit here and invalidate no. your feelings. You are allowed I'm to be not, sensitive. Be yeah, sensitive. If you I think be sensitive. your feelings are always valid. That's period. That's the fact of it all. However, there's no however. If your feelings get in the way of you progressing and it hinders you, it is too much. The point. It's it's the projection of your feelings into what you're doing. Sit with your feelings. Understand why you're feeling the way you are. Communicate it to the people that care that about need you. To be communicated but when to it right. gets it to gets to a point where you can't operate in a workplace or a classroom or any of that without or me telling you, oh, you might have done that wrong, and you're like, oh, now she wants to bring me down, bro. You wrote a wrong a wrong word, and your sentences don't make sense. For example, like I'm I'm trying not to make you sound dumb. Like take take the criticism, please. So when it comes to sensitivity, I think that's that circles back to understanding and knowing your we and knowing your people and knowing who's around you so you can understand how to communicate it to them in a constructive way so that they can receive it. I think that hits on stuff that we spoke about this whole time where mm-hmm. it's like you're allowed to feel those feelings and feel a type of way. But as you get to know the person, if you truly care about them being successful and empowering them, you're going to understand what they respond to. And, and how they will respond to it and how best to help them implement change in their life. So mm-hmm. that's when you have to start and be intentional about your empowerment to who you are talking to, especially when it comes to us. Because I think, like, biologically, we're more sensitive. Yeah. Like, it's just automatic that you're going to cry more if you have certain parts. So it's like... That's not that you're going to cry it's more, but you're more innate to, yeah. to nurture and care. Exactly. So, so not the, the crying. The crying is that we told men that they, don't, they can't cry. Oh, right. The, well, the hormones. Yeah. Estrogen, oh, ma- estrogen makes you more... 
what's called emotional or let's just say cry let's say cry right <laughs> testosterone is more rational right yeah i think that's the whole Logical, thing. Yeah. so you don't cry as much everyone has it but certain, mm-hmm. there, during certain times of the month right we have an elevated level the tears come a little normal. bit easier you know i, sorry, <laughs> I had another question <laughs> no not for y'all <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta ask a question. That's not a question for y'all. It's a question for our medical professionals. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do have a sorry. I do have a question for you. I'm so sorry. Because I, I don't want to ask the question. Wait, wait, I do have wait, a question wait. for you because she's a teacher, and as a teacher, you have to criticize children daily, right? <laughs> Am I wrong? Daily. So, yes. like, how do you? Because they're the most like. Pure yes. innocent. I mean, I, I don't know about innocent because I'm just yes, crazy. Are innocent. They're brats. But They're how born. do you how do you approach criticizing a child? It definitely comes in time. Like as I go through the school year and I learn about their personalities and I get to know them as people, aside from just like numbers and students in my class, I learn who responds to what, who listens when I scream in their face, who listens when I take away some sticks from the popsicle stick jar. Who listens when I give out stickers? Like, you have to see what they respond to. And I think there's one one kid who I, she don't, she's not my student anymore, but she is so emotionally developed. She's in third grade now. And she'll say, Miss Wilson, I need to take a walk. I'm like, okay, girl, <laughs> take your walk. And she'll come back. I feel much better. Thank you. And she'll give me a hug and sit back down. And that is how she handles her emotions. If she is sad that she didn't finish her test, she will go take a walk and come back. Cool. She'll shed a tear. She will hold the comfort cat. I love that function with her parents. She, um, because she's very intelligent. So, her they probably also nurtured that. At yeah, home. Right. absolutely. Because her sister is very logical. Her sister is wow. I didn't finish my test, Miss Wilson. Can I come back later and finish it? She doesn't need to cry, but she needs to find a solution in other ways. But her her sister is very emotional. So it's like learning that I need to have a calm corner in my classroom where if you're too it's too crazy. You gotta take us some time and just cool off for a second. Maybe it's, you need to go sit with the dean for a few minutes because we're being a little disrespectful. That's an option because sometimes the deans are both men. And what I noticed um, going into like careers again, having a male source of authority in a school is very important, especially to the young boys. Like a lot of them um, have moms and all their teachers are women. And it's like, they start to get into a habit of I don't really care to listen to ladies because it's just like my mom and like my mom's annoying so like my teacher's annoying but once um once a guy walks in with some bass in his voice and says sit down all of a sudden we know how to be respectful again so it's like looking at how they react in different environments and watching them in this very important developmental time of their life it definitely helps in how I can actually I don't even want to call it criticized because Correct. A lot of it is more of yeah, just correction and just pizza. like readjusting them to get them where they need to be. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always have to be very like hard cut because each of them are going on their very own path of life. Right. Some of them, it's an accomplishment if they answer one question. Some of them, it's an accomplishment if they do two pages and help their friends. So it's like mm-hmm. learning about each of them as they go is is one of the more rewarding parts. It's, it is a lot though because like I have what, 360 kids I have to look after. So... In total, that's 360 different relationships I want to thrive on. And it's sad because not all of them can get that, that pure one-on-one from me alone, but it doesn't all have to come from me. Maybe it's their art teacher. Maybe it's their classroom teacher. Like, other teachers can have that place in their life. It doesn't have to be just me. Yeah, but. I agree. I think everybody should, should teach some type. 
just so you don't do it for long because I couldn't do it for long but mm-hmm. it, it is very good in learning and developing that form of communication like Asia you made me sad when you, like you have to know like mm-hmm. if I tell you that you hurt my feelings oh you're gonna flip yeah, out absolutely. like so like kind of like hit them where it hurt but in a not yeah. hit them where it hurt in terms to hurt them but for them to but understand how mm-hmm. this works in the grand scheme of life it's mm-hmm. I just think I wanted to get that perspective because kids are the most sensitive and are the ones that we have to be careful with how we communicate to, especially in their like vulnerable ages. Mm -hmm. So it's like I wanted to ask that perspective because it's important because that can translate in how we communicate criticism to the people around us Mm -hmm. too. And you have to like the way you're learning your students, people got to learn people in real life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That transitions actually perfectly into like my next question is how do y'all empower people or empower women specifically circling it back how do y'all empower women and how do you guys as black women like to be empowered or do you even take empowerment from outside sources other than yourself um i think for me i first i would like empowerment or specifically women empowerment to look like where it's not only women empowering each other but also having that um, men also empowering women in their um, individual spaces. So mm-hmm. if you see that the the woman in the space is not getting the respect that she needs, for example, a classroom or the boardroom or whatever, or in the Starbucks line, that you step up and say, "Hey, go sit down," mm-hmm. like for her or help her with the base or the stature that you have. So that's what I would like woman empowerment to look like for me. I, it goes down to love language and how I receive love. So my empowerment is love. So I like to be empowered through love, if mm. that makes sense. I like that. <laughs> Period. Oh, wait. <laughs> I feel like when it comes to empowering women, I think of it I generally as kind of like how Danae said earlier in the episode, where I don't see it as I'm going to help you because you are a woman. It's more of like, I'm going to support you because as a business owner, you deserve support as well. So mm-hmm. it may not be like, it might be like a repost or it might be like supporting the business versus going to someone that's mainstream or whatever mm-hmm. have you. Um, and I think that that in itself is empowering just to feel treated as a regular person versus feeling like you have to be like the you're different from everyone else mm-hmm. kind of empowerment thing. And I think for me to receive empowerment, I think it would just be the same thing, like just treat me like. Um, I'm a regular person and supporting me the same way you would support everybody else and not feeling like I have to be it has to be like okay everyone take a look I'm supporting a woman (laughs) like look at me go like it doesn't have to be like like you know what I'm like it doesn't have to be something that you get like a girl scout badge for because you supported a woman like it should just be something regular and it doesn't have to be anything huge and and crazy it could just be something as regular as reposting a post liking something Mm -hmm. sharing it that's more for like content stuff because I'm thinking of my own business kind of stuff but yeah, I feel like treating me regular. That's how I feel about it. Which follow at Rian oh, yeah. and like Run her reels, up. view her reels, trying to collect that reels. IG check. Run right. Thank you. And also Miss Lounging. Run that up too. Yeah. Just shameless plug. My fault. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So I guess I kind of already answered like how I think empowerment should be. So same as what Rian said. Just be. Um. I think for me, I don't have an answer specific to women's empowerment. It, for me, I just believe diversity of thought leads to inclusion of all so like when you have like when you're thinking about how that kind of diversity and what that means not as a race thing but as like an actual word and what it encompasses right. and 
having the understanding that everything is kind of bigger than you and that there are a lot of different pieces and a lot of different personalities and a lot of different uh, like when you start to think about how much comes into play you tend to be a better person Mm -hmm. by mistake on purpose because it's just it becomes Mm -hmm. something that you're more mindful of how do I receive empowerment for me you just have to do it like and I I don't care how it looks because I feel like we're at a trying yeah we're at a place in society where we're having those conversations and everybody's still trying to figure it out so I have a professor at school who like was really nice and ordered a bunch of cupcakes and like he's actually annoyingly like every dean knows about me like he's in very intentional about that and like he laughs with me he's like your humble self-deprecation is refreshing because I don't big myself up a lot like if you know me you know what I do and I'll say it every now and again but that's not really how I am I think there's a time and place for a lot of things so Mm -hmm. I really don't say that much that's as I talk a lot I don't big myself up a a lot in general I don't necessarily like that but I still appreciate it and I'm not gonna turn it down and then I don't really care how it comes just just think of me and just do it and I'll accept it and if there's ever a space where I feel like I didn't receive something Mm -hmm. that you you did as that more than likely I'm going to tell you and then when you clarify now I know because that could also be I didn't know you so I didn't receive what you did as women's empowerment for me or like that's your way of empowering me and just like oh well I was trying to and it's like oh well yeah uh, uh, okay we're good thank you for that I appreciate that you were trying like it is what it is it's not that deep to me right I think for me how I empower other girls because I in my culture Middle Eastern culture North African culture it, women don't matter. It's not a thing for a woman to have value. And like my mom, my mom's nonprofit serves in like some of the poorest areas in like Egypt, Syria, Iraq, and Nigeria. And you hear the way they treat little girls, how they tell like little girls that they're diminished to like having children, getting married, and nothing else. And like nowadays, like thankfully, my mom is able to, and the organization is able to create like, um, activities where the girls like are allowed to draw and through that they go through like therapy and and like psychological stuff to like help them understand that they're valuable and that they're empowered so for me in my own like my own community my own church like I'm very different from a lot of the girls that I'm surrounded by on Long Island in my church I'm probably the only one that like speaks up in rooms I'm the only one that like argues with older people like i get into fights with people at church weekly Facts. like no no no, like for real and it's like i don't give a crap if i'm the priest daughter i don't give a crap who you are if you're treating me differently because i'm a girl you're gonna hear from it from me so it's like a lot of the girls that are younger than me are always like um it's it's actually i, I like love it they're always like fighting with the boys now they're playing basketball with the boys they're doing all of these things and i'm like hell yeah go get them like what are you kidding me and like because I didn't have that growing up because the generations older than me, my sister generation, all of them, they didn't know, they were all taught that you were under one umbrella and it's to get married, have kids, go be a doctor, go be a lawyer, go be this, go be that. But they never taught the girls how to have actual personality. So like now in my own community, I'm like the odd one out because it's like, oh, Sarah has so much personality. Oh, Sarah's a rebel, Sarah's this, Sarah's that. I'm like, no, I'm a functional human. Catch up, like, let's let's get to it. So that to me is how I empower other people around me is that I tell you to be unapologetically yourself. It doesn't matter the culture around us. Screw that. Go be, go be the best, the best kind of woman you can be, you know? The way I like to receive empowerment is criticism. I really, really, really appreciate when somebody can come up to me and say, you 
need to work on this. You need to do better with this. Because to me, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a conf- I like to think I'm a confident person, and, but I also need to learn how to humble myself. So for me, like empowerment is you teaching me the boundaries of my confidence. I can't be too confident because at that point I can't learn any lessons in life. So when people, obviously close to me that I can discern, you're not trying to just say random crap. Um, but I can tell that you have good intention. You're coming with me with like something I, I need to work on. That to me is you empowering me, helping me. And also, like, I diminish a lot of, like, things that I've accomplished. I'm like, eh, that's nothing. That's We've talked about this before, all of us. But yeah, Go watch episode, season one, mid-season episode. Yeah, it's yeah. a whole segment on whole that. Whole segment. We're here so, for you. <laughs> Ash, that wasn't for me. That was for you. We're here for you. <laughs> I hate you. So, for me, it's like when people tell me that, like, no, bro, like, you need to understand that, like, you really accomplished something, like, you're really doing something. That, to me, is... I, I I won't end up taking it into account because I'll still <laughs> diminish it. But like I appreciate when, like somebody says like no like, you you really earned that you really deserve that because it it helps me, like it re how do I say it reaffirms yeah that, that's the word it reaffirms <laughs> like the path that I'm that I'm going in. So yeah, that's beautiful. beautiful. Uh-huh. I hate you. <laughs> I love when you said like. Having boundaries around my confidence, stuff like that. That's the thing. I think that, like, with empowerment comes learning your boundaries and how far you want to take that empowerment. You can't run with it and never learn how to. There needs to be a balance in everything. You gotta limit how much you do something. There needs to be like, can't be too much of something, can't be too little of something. Balance. And you will never reach perfect balance, but I think. Trying to when when you trying, attempt to yeah. do it, that's all that matters. Right. Yeah, that is beautiful. And with that, we have another episode. Hope you enjoyed. Please let us know what you feel or what you like to do to empower other women, or how you like to be empowered. Please share, like, comment, subscribe, do all that. of those press things. Press the bells. Press the cards. Press the. Go watch the other episodes. Share. But wait, empower some women over here by sharing. We're telling you how we would like to be empowered. (laughs) Share, like, and share. I'm crying. Share, like, and share. They need to share more. (laughs) But wait, we're not done quite yet, guys. So um, that, you know, good old time of year is coming up that we all like or don't like. Throw it up, throw it up. At least my So... <laughs> so your honeys have something nice for you guys. We're hosting a giveaway. Yay! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I made it to the end of the giveaway. See? Those that make it to the end know. Yes, guys. So we're hosting a giveaway for Valentine's Day or Palentine's Day or whatever the self-Valentine's Day Day. or whatever the self-self version of that is where you're by yourself and you're loving on yourself. We love Valentine's Day. Yeah, we like that one too. So um, we're going to be dropping all the instructions for it very, 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 very soon. And by very soon, we mean like right now. Um, But 
Yeah. Oh, you want me to say it now? Should I say it now? I just don't. Or you can just um, check Instagram. All the information will be on the post. Be very intentional about giving in those entries so you can win something nice for your solo pal gal times day. Chosen by us. Whatever you want. Yes, it's a special something. Oh, yes. I also have the quote for the episode. Oops. (laughs) Please. Please hold. Ah. <laughs> Did your phone just die? No. What's the quote of the day is don't <laughs> don't fight the intruder. Fight the person that let the intruder in. Say I redeem myself. That was the gem. That was the gem. <laughs> quote of the day is by Ashley. The quote of the day is by Ashley. Thank y'all for watching. No, read the actual quote. Oh, oh alright. My bad. My bad. My I was, bad. I was, you know, giving y'all me some know time. It's, y'all know it's gonna start tweaking again. Just hold Not on. Alright. <clears throat> The quote today is by a woman named, oh wait, I say the quote first, right? Um, <clears throat> I do not wish women to have power over men, but power over themselves. Per. That quote is by Mary Wollstonecraft. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that last name from here, I said she's going to have trouble saying I think you should do the quote from now on, I like the voice. Yeah. Thank so you very much. Yeah. This is the only time you're allowed to do it though, because you'd be dragging it. Alright, that's fine. Criticism. Well, Thank you for watching. Yeah. Don't forget to show love. Always. And empower the women around you. Thanks. B